welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 130. My special guest today uh, is the entirety of the band Kairos. Um, managed to, I was originally going to get, I think it was three of them on there, uh, but we managed to get all four members of that uh, on the show, which is great. Um, uh, but they're a band um, that are uh, currently uh, looking to release their album in June um, called Selexa dreams um and they've got a single out now called rumor uh and they very much play on the sort of like 80s um rock kind of vibe um kind of a lot of uh uh what's the word kind of synthesizers and and kind of progressive sounds but also very catchy kind of pop almost as well which is absolutely it's a great mix of stuff i'm i'm very much into my kind of like retro synth wave and stuff like that and this is just kind of combining that with rock music and it's 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 wonderful um but go check them out uh go listen they've got some uh, previous releases and stuff uh and they are based pretty much around the world um which is you'll find out during the interview anyway um but yeah uh no this was a great one i really enjoyed this one um and i hope you guys do too and uh, i hope you guys are checking out all the bands that i am featuring on my show uh if you are please let me know who you're checking out who you're digging um if there's anyone out there uh, or anyone you want me to try and get on the show if they're doing anything during this lockdown season uh that would be uh, uh great as well I'm, I'm putting feelers out to a lot of people right now getting a lot of responses which is absolutely fantastic so hopefully going to keep this going for as long as possible uh but also uh, I've just, uh, to let you know, I, I've got another format that this podcast is available on, uh, where I used to upload uh, Crossing the Streams. I managed to get all the episodes of this podcast uploaded to Mixcloud. Uh, so it's there for your streaming pleasure. There's an app for that as well, if you want to do that. But if not, you can use the Apple Podcasts app, the Stitcher app, um, the Google app, the Spotify app, all that kind of stuff to listen to this show, which is magnificent. We're, we're expanding all the time. Uh, hopefully there's going to be two more formats, two more big platforms that I'm waiting for um okays from on that front and uh yeah we're gonna get some um get some more exposure across those and wherever you're listening to this please 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 leave a review uh and i'll give you a shout out on the show um if if you know leave a worded review that is so i can actually read what you told uh or what you said about the show and i'll put it out on the show and uh if not if you're not in the mood for leaving uh words um just leave a rating ratings are great ratings do do a lot for the show uh helps bands like kairos right here helps bands like chemists like uh therophosa jim davis um royals uh reawaken all father all these bands i've had on recently there's loads more others i'm sorry i didn't mention all of them but there are loads of bands on here that 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 need exposure especially times like this when you know you've got the time to kind of go out and seek new bands and stuff like that but like i said let us know who you're checking out love to hear about it uh, i'm on all the socials at dj force x um but yeah check us check it all out on there uh but enough of me rambling on as always um i'm gonna leave you with the capable hands of myself and kairos enjoy I'd like to welcome the band Kairos to the show today. I have Adam, Joey, Robin, and Peter. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. What's up? Hello. How are you all doing today? All good. Yeah, all good. All, good. Yeah, all fine. Yeah. Just woke up. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in LA. So, yes, you would have. You're, yeah. eight, you're eight hours behind us. Yes. Yeah, that's fair enough. That yeah, makes absolute cool. sense. I woke up at night. 30 <laughs> okay <laughs> cool so um yeah we're here to talk about your band today kairos um you guys have just released um, a new single called rumor um i was wondering if you have a chat about that because you've got an album coming out soon um if i pronounce this right as well i should have asked you is it selexia dreams selexa selexa dreams yes where did i get that eye from no idea um i've just corrected it on my notes so selexa dreams um so but you've released the first single which is rumors um so would you mind just talking to us about that what what like what that one's about and stuff yeah 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 um who who wants to take this one you wrote the lyrics yeah okay. I, I think adam probably knows <laughs> the most about this so <laughs> all right um so well i mean by far it's definitely the poppiest track that we've put out and uh we really wanted to push the boundaries of that kind of pop sound uh which we previously explored on 
uh, a track that we released on our previous album, Vox Humana, mm. um, a track called Cloudburst, which explored some of that kind of synth pop sound. But we, we, we knew it was time to go further and, and see just how far we could push it. And we ended up with Rumor. And it's definitely, you know, in terms of uh, acts and bands that inspired um, the writing of that, there's a lot of... Um, churches and Tudor Cinema Club and um, a lot of 80s bands that I am completely infatuated with, like, um, I mean, uh, specifically bands that went through an 80s keyboard phase, like Rush and Genesis <laughs> yes. and uh, all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in terms of the lyrics, it's, it's uh, how do I explain this? It's about a guy who is willing to compromise on his own sanity and dignity to get with a girl. Okay. And he's willing to go as far as just, you know, just whatever it takes. Um, and he's, uh, he finds himself in increasingly compromising situations, but he does whatever it takes. And it's just a matter of how far is anyone really willing to push themselves uh, for someone else. Okay, cool. No, so, I mean it's a solid track. Um, you guys at your press company sent it to me, and I, I really enjoy. I, I love. I grew up in the eighties. I was born in nineteen eighty, so I kind of I, I know what that like the music was like then because my house was yeah. full of it. Um, <laughs> and I'm still like a, a vinyl head now, so I've got a lot of that eighty stuff on on vinyl. Um, and I've had the great pleasure of like interviewing people like Midjour and stuff like that. Wow. People who were like pivotal in that time. Um, Along with like a couple of bands you mentioned already, like um, um, uh, Genesis and stuff, I had Steve Hackett on the show recently and stuff as well. Oh, amazing! Which is like you know, just like being able to chat to these people has been amazing. But like when I heard your music, I was like, it takes me right back. It like it gives me like that Tears for Fears. It gives me oh yes, um, one, another one of my favorite bands. Yeah, <laughs> and just bands like that really that 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 kind of like that my house was filled off because my sister was like a teenager during the eighties, so she had like Thompson mm. Twins going on, she had The Cure playing, she had all that kind of stuff going. Wow. Um, and it and it really did take me back to that and um and uh, i just say i really really liked it and I, I look forward to the album um and uh yeah i just wanted to sort of like um sort of expand on 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 uh well we've already sort of talked about influences and stuff but like individually as a band because obviously you wrote all the lyrics yourself and and all that kind of stuff and it sort of sounds like you know that that sort of like sound comes from from you but what about the rest of you guys where do your sort of influences lie Oh, I mean, like for me, like in t I mean, it, it as the drummer, I kind of get a lot of influences from all kinds of people, really. I mean, um, recently, I mean, for this song in particular, actually, um, uh, the uh, the drummer from 1975, George Daniel, was a very big influence to me. Mm. Um, you can kind of hear that in the chorus, I think. Um, and it, like, he kind of comes from a lot of the kind of gospel style drumming and that kind of stuff. So I'm into into that and into a lot of jazz as well. Cool. And kind of. Um, I, I kind of like a bit of everything, really. I like just anything I can kind of sink my teeth into musically, really. So, um, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, some of my favorite bands aren't necessarily, don't necessarily have some of my favorite drummers as well. Um, <laughs> but it's just kind of, yeah, I just like to have, like a, a wide variety of things, really. Yeah, cool. Joey Fravolo? <laughs> uh, let's see. I like a lot of weird music. <laughs> That's the best yeah. way I can describe it. Anything Joey, that... yeah. He's the weirdest, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These days I've been listening to mostly orchestral stuff. Oh. Okay. So That's been fun. Cool. Um, well, uh, in regards to this song, right? Yeah, or any, or any, generally. Oh, generally. Yeah. I think I'm the most metal in the band. We're all a bit, um, you know, you get the most, uh, Adam is the poppy one, Robin is the more broad one, Joy is the mental one, <laughs> and I'm the uh, and I'm, I'm the more metal side of stuff, but even funk, I suppose. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like uh, Les Claypool from the 80s, uh, it's like Mick Kahn yep. and uh, Tony Levin, and uh, I I tried to bring that in this track, 
more than in fact in this album the bass is way more intense and mm. uh, colorful because uh thanks to the synth pop uh, vibes you can really go to town on bass yeah uh, if you listen to the 80s music the bass is all over the place it, it doesn't happen anymore no um it was a it was a pleasure awesome to, to do that cool on this album so um how did you guys get together? Because obviously there's a wide range of accents in your, in these voices so far. <laughs> and for the and for the people that that have like are listening right now, obviously they've they've heard uh, the American accent, a European accent, and a couple of English ones. And and you are based in different areas of the world at the moment as well. So wh- where where how did you guys get together? How did this journey start? Oh boy, the internet. It's, uh, the, internet, <laughs> the, internet the internet, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, there's no way we'd be a band without the internet. I mean, it's been essential for us, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it originally um, started out as just a solo studio project of mine way back in 2012. Okay. And uh, I always knew from the beginning that I wanted to evolve it into a band. And off the back of the first album, uh, once that was recorded, I went out onto the wide world of the World Wide Web and <laughs> tried to find the rest of the band. Um, I met Robin via an online forum. Internet uh, forum, yeah. Quite a nerdy thing to say. Yeah, but... super nerdy. <laughs> and um, met Peter, the bassist from, uh, or via the engineer of the first album. Mm. Um, uh, Joey, we actually, Joey joined the band a little bit later on after the original guitarist left the band. So the original guitarist, again, I met through the engineer of the first album, but he was only around for a short while, more as a temporary um, measure. Uh, well, at least at, at the time, it was kind of, we, we weren't sure how permanent he would be, but uh, eventually we put out a a request video online for people to send in auditions, and Joey sent in an audition video playing um, the long track on our first album, which is 22 minutes long. Ooh. <laughs> Nice. Um, and he, and he sent it in note for note, and we were like, "Okay, this is the guy." Oh, but hold on, he's based in America. Is this going to be a problem? No. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. <laughs> That's crazy, 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 crazy. But the world is a small place, so yeah. You know. the, the internet makes the world a smaller place. So how does that like uh, when you sort of like come to book shows and 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 tours and stuff? How what are the logistics like for that sort of thing? It can be a bit of a nightmare. We just have to plan well in advance. And <laughs> the thing is, is when we when we were putting together two shows earlier this year, um, one of those shows had been in the pipeline for almost a year and a half, and uh, the other show had been planned for good. For four months or so, um, three or four months. So it was mm. very much, you know, such a kicker when, <laughs> when the pandemic was like really taking off to the point where you know shows were cancelling left, right, and centre, and we had to pull our shows because at that point we had already secured Jerry's work visa and flights were booked and just oh, yeah, ah yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it was a nice yeah not good no no that sucks that sucks it's that this whole pandemic has thrown a massive wrench into everything so um but it's it's been quite good from my point of view because all you guys are at home so <laughs> yeah. like i've i've been yeah. like sending out like uh interviews every day on my podcast feed and stuff like that and giving like bands something to kind of you know give them something to push if they haven't got anything to push kind of thing so um mm. it's been quite cool to be fair i've managed to speak to a whole bunch of people including you guys which is great so um and all this music that's coming my way as well not that it wasn't before it's just that now i'm really sort of like i can actually be selective on what who i'm interviewing if that makes sense mm-hmm. and yeah the music if it has like always it depends yeah. on the music like and 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 you know not that you have to pass a certain test with me but i just have to enjoy the music it just has to sit you know well with me and the sounds yeah. that i've listened to from you guys have been absolutely amazing i've gone through a few of your sort of like older singles and stuff like that and um i really enjoyed the videos as well Ooh, that you guys have you. put out they're really cool i love the re- i love the retro vibe because it's like it's totally my sort of like area <laughs> yeah like kind of retro wave that kind of thing yeah yeah it's like because i'm really into the sit like the synth wave movement 
Um, and um, very much into like the new sort of like guys doing it. So got these like um, uh, Sunset Neon um, uh, is actually a guy called Blue Starly. Um, we got Cell Dweller doing um, his like stuff. It's all you know. And there's like a whole bunch of like old video game stuff coming through as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, but this was really cool because it, it incorporates my like sort of like my my love for like rock music and that kind of synth like synthesized sound as well. Mm. So it's really cool, and I really like it. Um, but let's start, let's have a chat about your um, album, if we may. Um, I was I was sort of looking up a little bits on it. Um, obviously, with the pandemic hitting, it kind of it, I don't know if it's delaying anything for you guys on the release uh, of it. We're hitting a few spanners in the works. Um, one of the main ones being kind of the whole situation with the CD pressing plants and the whole physical media side of things it's yeah. it's yeah we, we've had a few delays there so there's a there's a high chance that we may not be able to put out physical versions of the album on release day okay um it may just be a digital release for now but um we're, we're you know we're taking it as it as it comes mm. information wise we've also had to reconsider some music video ideas yeah oh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah Two of the music videos that were originally planned were supposed to have the whole band in the videos. Yeah. And, of course, with Joey being in the States, this would have to have been filmed when those two gigs were happening okay. earlier this year. Um, which, of course, didn't happen, yeah. and Joey didn't come over, so therefore we couldn't get together. So entirely, you know, we had to entirely rethink those two videos. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, yeah, I mean, like we can do that. I think it's the, we've been really lucky with sort of who we're working with. We can kind of adapt, and I, I think it's actually. I mean, we've got another music video coming out pretty soon, and um, I'm thrilled with how it's turned out. So, cool, excellent. So with um, with the album itself, um, I read that sort of like the the songs sort of uh, revolve around sort of some some like short stories and things like that. Um, I was just sort of curious as to like how that's like, like forming together as like a sort of like concept on the album. Um, I don't know if you can like sort of like delve into it about too much without spoiling it for anyone, but what what can we sort of expect from it? It's uh, a very, I would say it's the most personal album, um, at least for me. Like, uh, I wrote most of the lyrics on the album, but there's contributions from Joey as well, and uh, and from a, uh, a former member, Sam. Um, and it's just. It's it's one of those things where I felt like it got to the point where I was able to delve into um, the area of mental health and talking about that side of things. Mm. And I think separating it into short stories, but with an overarching concept was a good way to go. Um, so, for example, with Rumor, it, it, it's taking the idea of desperation um, to a whole new level is it just exaggerating the idea of being desperate enough that you just want human companionship um and then there's other songs that take other aspects of mental health and things that have uh affected me personally mm. um and either blown them up into a thing that it makes it very exaggerated like rumor or is just being told as is and um yeah so so that for me it was, it was interesting to have reached a point where i felt like it was comfortable enough for me to to talk about these things yeah no i mean that's really cool i mean there's a lot of bands right now that um that are really like talking about their mental health and and putting that across in their music whereas before it could kind of go i mean it would be in their music you can listen to it now you go back you listen to a few sort of um unfortunately like you know uh musicians that have passed and you go back and you listen to their music yeah. and, and the messages were all there and it took them sort of like losing their battle with mental health to actually you know to realize that to a certain degree mm-hmm. because they weren't actively talking about it and i that's what i love about like a lot of the um bands like you guys these days are actually open to talking about it and saying that this is something that does affect me um i had a group on my or a band yesterday on my show that that um the the song was about anxiety for instance just one like sort of aspect of mental health um but then they called the song panic and it was it was just um it really did sum it up like you listen to the actual lyrics of it and and you're like oh shit yes i mean i've had 
moments of panic as we all have um moments of anxiety and things like that and um no i really applaud all the bands now that are coming out and actually sort of like saying yeah this is what it's actually about it's not like oh yeah it's just like you know we came up with this in five minutes or you know i was out on out <laughs> drinking or something like that and and mm. you know it's not that it's actually something real it's something that is affecting people and and, and you guys are actually like talking about it as well which is yeah no, I, I, I love that it's it's reached a point now where generally in society it's it's being talked about more and it's being accepted as less of a taboo subject i mean there's still aspects of it being a taboo and i think that's that's a real shame but it seems like we're moving away from that and people are beginning to openly talk about it and funding is also being put into it and, and you know health systems across the world and people are taking it seriously and i think that's fantastic because it's like you know r- rather ironically uh, a major part of um, the album, the album's uh, theme of mental health was actually off of the back of the effect that the previous album had on me and how the uh, the entire cycle and process of that came together. Because mm. um, that album was very much me working myself into the ground. It felt, it really felt like I was uh, pushing myself too hard. And that just spiraled out of control and got to the point where you know i i i things got really bad quite seriously and mm-hmm. um so i i learned a lot from that experience uh the the fact that you can burn yourself out it's a very real issue and everyone can do it Every, anyone can burn themselves out if you if you push yourselves too hard both physically and mentally um so that 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 learning experience really inspired me not just to change the way I work, but very much in how I wrote the lyrics for this album. Cool. Awesome. So mm-hmm. um when can we um expect the album? What what is the current proposed release date? The current release date is June nineteenth. Cool. So a nice summer release that one ish yes yes cool so it's fast approaching <laughs> <laughs> it is so obviously you have planned um like you're saying physical product um for it were you planning on releasing it on vinyl by chance uh we can't say yet because no. even even with cds it's you know it, it's up in the air vinyl yeah. it's it's a fingers crossed situation okay <laughs> yeah we, we had to wait till the right offer came along for the last album yeah yeah. Okay. So it, it, with this, at least because the, the previous album was um, self-released, uh, at least now we're working with the label, yeah. and um, it's not a, man, a matter of like, oh, can we find someone who will invest in putting together a vinyl release? Um, now it's just more a matter of actual logistics and um, pressing plants actually being open and yeah. materials being able to be sourced to make vinyl, etc., <laughs> etc. Et so yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how things go. Cool, cool. So, um, I'll, I'll, it's the kind of thing I'd pick up on vinyl just to have that kind of additional retro feel. That's all. Oh, yeah. the only reason me I asked. I, for me, it's the extreme form of physical media, like the opposite of just a download or you know a file or streaming. Mm. Um, and it's just it's just a nice thing to have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 sound is literally etched into the material, so it's like yeah. And that, I think that's great. Know. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and the artwork is on the massive scale as well. So yeah, I mean, I could totally nerd out on that right now. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's, it's it bugged me that Record Store Day got cancelled as well because I love that day. I go out and buy records anyway, but I love that day just for the like seeing my local record store completely blocked out and everything and just yeah. picking up. Yeah, stuff no, it's, it just gives you a real sense of community and that this is oh, the thing that you know people are you know taking seriously and yeah. feel fascinated. Well, not fascinated, but feel passionate about yeah that oh, that's great. that's the sorry just a slight tangent that's the rock box right Camberley. uh yeah it is yeah yeah because yeah. i used to go i used to go there a lot as a kid so oh, okay Camberley. cool yeah they just yeah, they've actually I just bought my first album there. say again i think i bought my first album there oh really yeah i've got many yeah. memories of buying various albums at that place it's uh it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite record stores um they've actually just recently moved slightly they've moved into the shopping center now um yeah which is really cool because it's given them a lot more space and stuff oh that's good yeah that's um, good. but i also there's also a shop in uh farnham called 101 records or collector records okay um and i i run their website and stuff so 
I usually oh, okay. go there and get stuff as well. I went over uh, quite recently. To, I say recently uh, during lockdown, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I got sent the uh, new Enter Shikari album, and um, I ordered the Corns last album on vinyl because he had it on like a like a sale thing. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm trying to support them while they're in the lockdown as well. So it's kind of you know, but the rock boxes, yeah, are nice. and you've got one in Wokenham now as well, haven't you? You've got, yeah, that's it, right. Yeah, uh, Beyond yeah, they, the Download, they, uh... I think it's called. Yeah, that's it. They've been doing really well. It's great. I mean, like, it's the last thing, somewhere like Wokingham, it's kind of the last thing you'd expect to see pop up there. But, I mean, I was yeah. thrilled when it did. Yeah, not really nice surprise. Yeah, no, I've not been to that shop yet. I keep meaning to, because yeah. I, I work in Reading, so, like, I can I occasionally go through Wokingham <clears throat> right, on, yeah. on the way to. So, um, but I keep meaning to go there, because I keep getting adverts pop up on my feed. Because, obviously, I'm always looking for records, and I keep seeing this one. Oh, Wokingham. It's not that far away. And then every time I've gone to go over there, something's come up, so. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I highly, highly recommend it. Cool. Well, I'll, once everything's d- done and dusted, I will be heading over that way. <laughs> who so. knows when? Exactly. Yeah, who knows exactly. When? <laughs> I don't even know when I'm going back to work. So I'm like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, what, what a weird time to be alive. It is totally weird. I like, I, it kind of had a novelty effect to start with um, of like, oh, crap, we're off work. I'm getting paid for being off work and everything. And you yeah, know, all we've got to do is attend like WebEx meetings and stuff. And you know because there's not much i can do i work in a sort of like retail outlet so it's not like you mm. know i can go off and and do what i normally do with with the company that i work with it's it's impossible but um yeah. but fortunately they're still paying us so i'm not like i'm not complaining and and having to attend webex meetings is no like you know no problem but mm. um yeah it's just it's just it's just so so weird right now yeah. Um, yeah the thing is that for me it feels it almost feels like nothing has changed for me because I'm in the I'm a I'm in a rather fortunate position where I either work from home or I work at the, uh, the recording studio down the road. So what I do as my day job is I'm a recording and mixing engineer. Oh, okay, and, cool. Uh, so there's no one there at the at the moment. There's no one in the building at the recording studio. So and it's just around the corner. So I can still make my way over. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's a fortunate position to be in. So, yeah, I, I, nothing has actually technically changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it suits some people. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm quite happy. Well, happy is a, a bad word to use in these times. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it is suited to me at the moment because I can catch up with music, you know, because work gets in the way and uh, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm happy that I have time to sit down and learn how to play more bass lines and make small songs. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll be getting a lot of practice done, lady. That's the one positive for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been trying to keep busy. Uh, just like I've, I've, I did a, a three-hour DJ set last night. Live streamed it on uh, Twitch, which was an experience. Yeah. Um, I, I did. Um, I, I also like. I'm into my sort of like tabletop gaming and stuff. So I've been painting all my miniatures. Oh, nice. So nice. But I've almost run out of them now. So I'm like scared to finish off the last ones because I've had this whole <laughs> box of like to do for ages. Like oh, I'll never get to it because I'm always tired from work. But now I've gone through them all and I'm like, oh, I've got this last oh, last ten to go and then that's it. <laughs> oh, what am shit. I going to do? And I can't even <laughs> play the fucking game because <laughs> yeah. there's no one around. So. And my kids oh, are just sort of just out of that age range at the moment. So, oh. <laughs> but we did go Dungeons and Dragons the other day, and they enjoyed that. So we're gonna nice. we're gonna continue oh, along that that one. The nice. Kid, it's, it's my own version of homeschooling. So <laughs> take them into the unknown. So, <laughs> but yeah, cool. Um, I've got uh, a couple of questions left for you guys. If that's all right, uh, these are sort of my. Um, these are my show's generic questions, if you will. And it goes out to each of you get to answer these ones as well. So we get you all involved. Um, not that you haven't been so far, but it just sort of gives you time. It gives you a bit of like uh, whoever goes first, the person that goes last gets more time to think about it. So it's good because it's always a, a tricky question, this first one. But um, what I want to know from each of you uh, is your three top albums that really, um, they're, they're like the influenced you into the musician that you are today so the ones that made you pick up that instrument the ones that made you want to sing the ones that you know those pivotal ones they don't have to be like the best album by the particular band it's just like you know i listened to this and this made me want to do this um and i just want to get those three albums from each of you if that's all right so if you guys want to um oh, oh boy i know it's a big oh, question okay. who, who wants <laughs> who wants to go first 
I can go. All right, go, go, go for it. Okay, the first album that made me go, "What is music?" Is uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this is amazing, and the bass is great. Is Eminem, uh, Marshall, the Marshall Mathers EP? Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to that and I was blown away, man. That bass. Yeah. It was the first time I listened to hip hop anyway. But uh, after that, it was System of a Down. I saw him on TV and I was like, what is... This is exactly what I was dreaming for. And yeah. uh, that made me become a musician. Nice. And then uh, it would have to be Catch 33 by Miss Sugar. I think uh, it's an uh, amazing album. Uh, explores polyrhythms and uh, yeah. it just... Yeah. Uh, it changed my way of doing things. That's that's that's. I mean, that's quite a selection there, actually. Like <laughs> looking at it, because uh, obviously, like I say, with Sugar, they're just like polyrhythms all over the place. Um, you know, time signatures jumping around and all that kind of stuff. And then you got System of a Down, which kind of bridge that gap into the yes. sort of like commercial side of that side of things, because they're they're always like quite random, quite. Um, uh, they've got like a different, very different style to a lot of bands. And then you got yeah. M- and you got Eminem, which you like. Uh, Eminem yeah. started the rebel. Uh, nature in me yeah uh, wanting to listen to something different than what my parents were doing like, <laughs> and, where, and uh, where are you from man was it was it italy i think you guys said it was that's right yeah that's right what part of italy yeah. are you from uh parma okay. parmesan cheese yeah yeah no i've got a few friends that are italian so i'm just like always interested because it's like they're, they're very um they're all very much into their music um and they're all very much into the sort of like very technical side of things as well which is quite interesting they're very passionate on what they on what they talk about when it comes to music and um i work with um a guy called francesco and he he's very 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 technical like he'll go into the sort of like well just the technical nature of music like yeah. on the electronic side and everything i always find it interesting because I, I find that very common with italians um it is. surprisingly common yeah. yeah you're very passionate about the detail and, it, and it's great i love it i love it yeah <laughs> thanks awesome thank you peter Who's up next? Uh, I, I'm having a tough time narrowing oh. down. Okay, no, I think I, think I can go next. Um, <laughs> go for it. Yeah, so for me, in terms of actual... Because I had to kind of separate things out a little bit, because, I mean, like, one of my favourite albums of all time definitely is, for example, like, Porcupine Tree, The Sky Move Sideways. That's an album I really love. Yeah. But there's actually not much drums in that album. Like, in terms of, like, influence, what's really influenced my playing i don't know if it's necessarily like my actual favorite albums i mean yeah. i love the music on that album but i i don't know if it influenced me much as a drummer just because they, a lot of that's just programmed i mean i suppose like <laughs> program drumming kind of did influence me in a way but i think for me in terms of playing it's more live albums yeah i think they've kind of had more of an impact on me as an actual like musician so for me i mean my first influence ever to play drums was um uh pink floyd's nick mason nice so probably, like, I think I remember seeing him as a very young kid on um, Pink Floyd Live in Pompeii. I think that might be the first kind of inspiration to play drums, possibly. Nice. And they've just put um, that on YouTube for 24 hours. For oh, really? Yeah. So I'll check that out, yeah. I literally just got the email. So if you're interested, yeah, go. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I might, I might have a look at that, yeah. Yeah, cool. And... Um, Another live album, which really... I, th- I think I'm just going to stick to live albums. Yeah, here, go actually. for it. No, this is good. So I, then another live album, sort of also in the kind of progressive rock genre, um, Arriving Somewhere by Porcupine Tree. That was the album that introduced me to the drummer Gavin Harrison. Yep. Who's been, he's been a big influence on my playing, I think, over the years as well. Like He's an unbelievable player just on every level. Just like so musical, incredible technique. Um, just yeah, such a musically aware player. I think, and yeah. that, that's the album that introduced me to him. So nice. That was a big inspiration. And then recently, um, like I said earlier, I'm a big fan of um, uh, 1975, and um, they released a live album a couple of years ago. I think it's called a. Uh, I've got it up here. It's a DH00278. I don't know why it's called that, but um, that looks. Like that, was live, that was live. That was live in the it. O2 arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that was live at the O2 Arena, and I was actually there at that gig. Um, and yeah, like you just want a great example of just incre- incredible pop drumming. I think that's a really good sort of um, choice. Nice. And yeah, he's been—I mean, he's been a massive influence on me as well. I think my 
I think my style's got kind of funkier since listening to him, which I, I like that. So Awesome. Yeah, I think in terms of playing, for me, those those three albums. No, that's great. I like that. That's good. Those three albums, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've got the Live in Pompeii one, but the other two I'm going to check out yeah, as well. Yeah. So. Okay. I do like a bit of Porcupine Tree. I don't think I've seen that live one. So. Yeah, um, I, I really recommend it. It's fantastic. Cool. Excellent. Thank you. So who we got left? We got... A... Yeah, go for it, man. <laughs> can, I do a... can I do five? <laughs> I'll, I'll do only three if I have to do three, but <laughs> try and whittle it down to three. I might let you cheat, but go on. <laughs> All right. So let's see which ones do I skip then. All right, I'll skip those two. Okay, so my favorite or the the album that got me into playing guitar in the first place was Sonic Firestorm by Dragon Force. Cool. Because I played one of their songs on on a virtual Dance Dance Revolution game. Yep. Yep. And it absolutely destroyed my mind. I did not realize that stuff was possible on guitar. <laughs> So, yeah, that made me want to play lots of notes really fast. Cool. So then, probably the most influential album for me ever that changed, like, I wouldn't be down this musical path in the first place is Scenes from a Memory by Dream Theater. Cool. Just because the combination of storytelling and music and how it all melts together was very, very, very happy yeah. for me. And then my favorite album of all time, I'm kind of down a similar trajectory but also incorporates my love for really dense arrangements and incorporating all sorts of genres and uh, orchestral elements and stuff is act four by by the deer hunter act four rebirth and reprise it's probably my favorite album of all time cool that's quite that is quite diverse like on that front i mean you got like a full-on sort of like metal and symphonic metal kind of influence on those mm-hmm. um which is absolutely great i mean like coming through on your music you wouldn't really you wouldn't think to <laughs> to really like mm-hmm. to like put put that into the sort of same sort of like um sphere as it but no i mean dragon force i've seen those guys for oh it must be at least the past 20 years sort of keep going and and i've i've been fortunate enough to share a stage with them um in, oh, my, nice. in my previous cool. like guys as a musician and mm-hmm. um just watching them play and and how they they how fast they are <laughs> on, the, on that guitar thing and then watching like just the little bits of like the the sort of like sideshow stuff where they um literally fret oil is poured onto their hands so they can because obviously you know when you play you sweat and it gets sticky um and they've literally had like the oil on their like fingers just so they can keep going um, yeah it's and just like, the little tips like that, that i picked up over the years like if, if, if everything's getting a bit sticky a bit of fret oil and you're like you're fine um <laughs> but no dream theater again like i love that band as well they're just like i love mm. like progressive like uh music uh in general and dream theater really do fall into that kind of like into the metal sphere of that and um yeah no that's amazing that's cool cool mm-hmm. thank you very much adam um so yeah um finally um we have got uh joey adam didn't go adam, no, yeah. I just, that, that was that was joey that was joey sorry i mean oh, okay. names mixed up <laughs> cool there you go sorry yeah, yeah. No, now it's me now, now it's you time to think about this and uh Okay, right. So, um, I actually very, very nearly chose Dream Theater's Scenes from Memory because that album had an incredibly profound effect on my life. I think much in the same way that it did on Joey. But I think Octavarium takes the edge slightly because that was the first Dream Theater album I ever heard. And it just completely changed my life. Like the title track alone, I still think as a song if you want to call it that as an individual piece of work i still think it's the best thing that dream theater has ever done yeah um it's just incredible and even still to this day bearing in mind i first heard that when i was 13 still to this day it's it just sends me into just a frenzy of oh my god this is absolutely incredible how do you do this how do you write like this i want to be able to write like this nice um yeah and i I know the rest of the album you either love it or you hate it i still love it it the kind of taking influences and wearing them on your sleeve aspect of that album i think again really shaped the way i write and how i came out as a musician just being able to just say you know these are my influences and it's fine to take those influences and digest them and you know spurt them out in your own writing that's totally fine mm. there's nothing wrong with that um so yeah that 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 is a, 
amazing album. Next, I would choose... Um, I'd, well, I'd probably choose Dark Matter by IQ. Oh. And I think uh, in terms of IQ albums, this one is probably overlooked quite a lot. But for me, again, it just had a profound effect on me. It was the first IQ album I ever heard. Um, the long track on that is a fantastic just experience from beginning to end and the rest of the album much in the same way as octavarium is just it's just great you know it's mm. just uh i don't know what to say i just love it no it's good taking that neo prog thing and really expanding on it and modernizing it yeah and yeah fantastic stuff and awesome. then finally um power windows by rush ah nice just completely defined how i uh how i ended up mixing and engineering because I, I i heard that album long before i became um a mixing engineer and even then i was like this this just sounds incredible this sounds insane insanely good just there's so much clarity and everything sounds so crisp and clean and to some people it's like oh, it's a little bit tinny a little bit trevely but for me that's like my gold standard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> I think that album sounds perfect. Yeah. No, that's a good album. I, I, I mean, I, I love Rush. I, I love loads of bands, to be honest with you. But uh, Rush particularly, they, they kind of... Um, it's just one of those bands that kind of like came into the sort of like forefront and, and really um, pushed that progressive sound and, and made that kind of style accessible if you will like they they got mm. the sort of like the the coverage from it and, and and all that kind of stuff and i even took my dj name from one of their songs so it's just oh, what uh, was that uh my dj name is dj force 10 uh, uh oh great yeah that's i love that song that's one yeah. of my favorites by them yeah and um yeah no and i, I just like um yeah just like i i really love that name generally and and it yeah, just yeah. Uh, like i thought you know what? I, I've, I just I've had this DJ name now for like twenty twenty five years now. So I'm like, you know, sometimes I put like a Roman numeral on the end just to make it like an X. But <laughs> depending on yeah. where I'm DJing, but I DJ a lot of like rock clubs and stuff in the area. So I'll just like, um, you know, I needed a name. But no, it's just uh, yeah, no, no, I love Rush, Russian. Uh, yeah, good like, to represent a bit of Rush. Yeah. yeah amazing band exactly yeah. exactly cool well my final question for you guys um again it's one for each of you and this one should be relatively straightforward a bit more simple than the last one but um what are your hobbies away from music so what do you guys do on uh when you're not writing or recording or anything like that what are your sort of like getaways or you know hobbies generally mine i I definitely go through phases uh, and anyone who knows me knows how obsessed i get with a thing and then i move on to another thing that i get obsessed with until I move on to the next thing beyond that. Um, and for me right now, I'm obsessed with Animal Crossing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've yet to sample the delights of that. My kid's got it on the 3DS. Yeah, that the I was one, But yeah. Oh, I just love it. It's just, <laughs> such a, it's just such a good getaway from everything in life. <laughs> it's so wholesome. It's so positive and cute and just tidy. And I love it. It's just my life. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> who, who, who's going to go next? Uh, I play competitive Smash Bros. a lot. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, I also good. like animating. Animation is fun. Cool. That's a side thing. Cool. I've got uh, one of my work colleagues, actually. He's one of the, or he was, I don't know if he still is, he's one of the top players of Smash Bros. in uh, Europe. Oh. Oh, what's his name? Uh, his name is Jamie. Um, you know, you know his tag, like his. Oh, Nash his. Name. Uh, no, uh, no I've got his Twitch name. I think. Uh, I would also be interested in this because okay. beyond Animal Crossing, I'm also very into Smash. Give me a second. I will find it for you. I'm literally <laughs> just going through my Twitch channel now because I've only got like four subscribers, so shouldn't be too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we got more DJs playing in there as well. I don't know if that came through to you just then. But, uh... uh no, and then go to channel. The problem it's got autoplay on this damn thing. Um, it's, uh... uh Poppin Jams. That's P-O-P-P-I-N J-A-M. Um, that's his Twitch name, but he also does, like, um... Uh, he does, well, yeah. He's actually playing Smash Bros on it, to be honest with you. 
Um, not right now. He's offline, huh? but he's got videos on there. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I yeah, he was he was one of the top players apparently um, in oh. in Europe um, a few. Oh, it must have been a few years ago. But um, yeah, no. So yeah, no. Check him out. Nice. I'll let sure. him, I'll let him know you're having a look. Um, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so you're saying that an animation, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like hand drawn animation. Okay, cool. I'm still very bad at it, but I like practicing it. It's all right. Usually the best ones are the ones you come up with, and you're not very good at it. So, <laughs> cool. Practice. Awesome. Yes, practice, practice, practice. Cool. So any of you other guys? Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, for me, I, I don't know if I really do have much of a specific hobby, kind of like outside music. It kind of, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's because music's like such an all-consuming thing for me. Or, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just don't really, there's nothing really I can specific that I can point to. Um, I mean, I'm definitely interested in movies quite a lot these days. I think that's something that's kind of grown a lot more with me. And I, actually, I think Joey's kind of been a bit of an influence on me there. Yeah. I think, um yeah, and the, like, there's a lot of great films Joey's introduced me to, I think, which is kind of, uh, it's, it's given me a lot more of an interest in kind of um, like how things are made with movies and kind of cinematic techniques, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I'm pretty interested in that now. Cool. So what, what what are your current sort of like favorites on that front? But, I mean, I've got to say like, um, so this is another thing Joey introduced me to, this incredible director and writer called Charlie Kaufman. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> um, who's just written some of the greatest movies I've ever seen, I think. Um, like, one of them is called, um, if I pronounce it correctly, um, Synexica in New York. Did yeah, I pronounce right. it? I did pronounce it right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, Eternal that, Sunshine that on the Spot is fine. Yeah, I love, love that film. Um, <laughs> That's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Uh, Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind. Cool. Yeah. Like, um, that's probably his most well-known one, I think. Cool. Yeah, for sure. But they're pretty... I, I like them because they have a sense of... Um, ambiguity to them which yeah. i think is I, I tend to be more attracted to films which are like that i think in general no that's cool yeah. I, I used to work in a video store and when when people used to videate cassette tapes like rent them um nice. just dating myself here um yeah. i've already done that earlier on to be fair saying i grew up in the 80s you, you specifically dated yourself yeah um <laughs> but i used to work in a video store and uh and i love movies so all, all different types of movies you know not yeah. just sort of like you know i love the big sort of like dumb action movies like nicholas cage yeah, movies I mean, they, stuff like that but uh, yeah i also I mean, they delve can into the, they can be they can be. and I, I also delve into the depths of the sort of more sort of like uh dramatic ones as well and like the ones that are a shot in you know various ways because i've always loved that 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 kind of cinematography side of things as well so yeah i think it's really interesting yeah definitely definitely i mean i feel like i'm still quite new to sort of understanding a lot of that stuff but yeah it's definitely been an interest to me lately so and certainly a lot of time to watch movies right now i was gonna say you've got a lot of movies at your fingertips (laughs) now compared to back when i was like then like you'd rent the film it would cost you like a couple of quid and you'd have it for a night um, or you go out and you buy it like six months after it came out for rental when they actually had a window. Uh, now you like you've got it on you've got all the streaming services and everything, so you've kind of got like an entire collection. Like my 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 DVD collection that I've got doesn't get touched anymore because everything's on Netflix or Amazon or, yeah, exactly. or whatever. Um, it's only a few um, sort of like random films. That I'm like I really want to watch that, so I have to like go and dig out the the, the video or the DVD. So yeah. <laughs> It's amazing actually, how much. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say it's amazing how much changes in ten years because it was literally ten years ago that I would be going to a blockbuster to rent a yeah. DVD. Yeah, and here we are now with you know Netflix and online streaming. Yeah, yeah, insane. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, there's plenty of time in the moment. I saw The Godfather for the first time the other day. Never seen that. Oh, oh wow! I love <laughs> that film so much. This man. Yeah, man. We never got to do our trilogy. Uh, oh, we Adam still, I, I will say Adam still needs to watch Star Wars though you should do an online watch along with, with your fans that would actually be, oh my god that actually be amazing so you've got like a, you've got <laughs> a live you've got a live reaction video as well so that's, 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 that's not a bad idea actually I, I'm, I could be persuaded I love this idea <laughs> yeah maybe Maybe that's the next thing. Yeah, no, do it, do it. But you can take that idea. We'll that's see. Fine. We'll see. <laughs> cool. Who was left? Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. Oh, I, I feel it. a bit like uh, uh, Robin. Um, <laughs> uh, I literally wake up, say good morning to my girlfriend, uh, record music or mix 
all day, have to cook dinner, chat to my girlfriend, otherwise you're ignoring her. <laughs> I, I, I jest I jest oh, no. uh, and then uh, yeah then watch a film yeah and uh, this is so much good stuff on Netflix as well I keep thinking oh I'm gonna cancel it this month and then something brilliant comes out and, yeah uh, series I think series are great uh, cool. nowadays and uh, Ozark Unorthodox all those uh, amazing things that come out on Netflix. Yeah. And I that's up. my day, pretty much. What about baking? I bake. I make some uh, recipes. Ah. Uh, uh, yes, but uh, I kind of have to for my... Because uh, Jenny works still, and uh, I have to cook her meals. Okay. Well, you could do... I have to come up with some stuff. That's another thing you do. You do yeah. bake-along. You know, you could do a bake along with your <laughs> Well, the other day, actually, he did post something on that Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of regret not putting some Kairos music in it. Ah. Well, uh, maybe it would have been shameless promotion, but, but <laughs> ne- next time. Yeah, use it. I think our, our music's a bit too dark for a baking video, I think. It, yeah, was it? It's a, yeah. It's a bit too moody. <laughs> well, the new album should suit. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe the new one. <laughs> well, guys, thank you very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Um, sure, good, good luck with your album in a couple of months. But I hope the thank single you. treats you guys well because I know it's been out for about a week now, isn't it? Yeah, I think as yeah. we're looking at it. Um, oh, as we're recording here, um, so by the time this comes out, it might be a couple of weeks after it's released. So it might come out next week, I think. But yeah, no, uh, like I said, good luck with everything. Be well because uh, I know these times are are tough. Um, but I hope you guys stay healthy and whatnot. And uh, yeah, I hope to see you guys once this uh, whole thing blows over. Because um, you know, I, yeah. I am looking out for, of trying to go out to as many live shows as possible. Thank you very much for having us. So <laughs> I miss live shows. Yes, yes, me too. That would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, thank you very much. Um, yeah, and have a good rest of your evening. Cool. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Yes, you too. Thank you, man. Bye, bye. Okay, right, bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.